rest of us. Today is essentially, as we're recording, the uh, first day of Festivus, and it is ho ho holy shit cold out right now. It's not so bad. Like, Joe, how you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. I uh, I, I actually cracked open a a but I, I don't really drink during the podcast anymore. But uh, I had such a uh, just an insane stressful day with running around and getting things ready for Christmas. Then I put a fucking table together for my kid. I cracked open a Bud Light Seltzer eggnog flavor because I'm a big fan of the nog. Oh God! It is. <laughs> Your, your reaction. No! <laughs> um, I can't... Granted, I gave up drinking. That would cause me to not drink ever again if I, I had to drink. Um, it, how is it? Uh, it sounds terrible. It you, absolutely sounds terrible. You know, I, uh, I can't, I can't give you, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, I'm very indifferent. It's not terrible. But it's not good. It's like... Mm. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Like... Is it like an egg cream? No, no, it's it's a seltzer. It's a seltzer. Yeah, but, but an egg cream is like frothy it, with bubbles and no, stuff. No, it, it definitely is. It's clear. I just poured a little of that. Let's see. It's clear. Um, oh, God. Yeah, no. I can't really define the taste of it. it, it I guess it kind of... Almost sort of tastes like eggnog, but it doesn't. It's weird. It's definitely weird. I, I won't have another one, but I'll be drinking this one. Just because I wanted to try it. Because I've had it in the fridge for like a week. Well, I'm uh, going to tell you this. There are certain times where a product gets to, like Oreos when they've gotten like too batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. I tune off to them. I'm now officially against seltzers. <laughs> well, you've been against seltzers for like a year now. Yeah, but now now I'm against the whole product of it. I'm with you on the the Oreos though. They got out of hand. It used to be like you know, they had like peppermint Oreos and so okay, that's one thing. Then they had candy candy corn Oreos. All right. Then all of a sudden they went off the fucking walls. They had s'mores, shit. Uh, you know, all this other crap, dick flavored Oreos. All these different kind of Oreos. Yeah. I, I'll Birthday give you, I'll cake. give you the there, there should be like three kinds of, four kinds of Oreos, four kinds. There should be the original Oreo, go with the double stuffed as the second Oreo. Yeah. Third Oreo, the Halloween one with the orange cream in it. And then the fourth Oreo, and this is where it, you're starting to lose me. You're starting to lose me is the, um, the white cookie, you know, like the, the, the banana colored cookie, yellow cookie, whatever vanilla, you want to call it. Vanilla. And the white cream. That's it. After that, no more Oreo. The vanilla cookie. The vanilla cookie, yes. yeah. Not the, I don't want to hear red velvet. I don't want to hear fucking maple and brown sugar, chicken and waffle, uh, <laughs> all this shit. Nope, I don't, liver and onion, I don't need to hear yeah, all they, of this. There, there is way, disgusting. There is way keep too it, much. Keep there it the way, way it is. There is way too much. I think everyone wants to jump in on that bandwagon of holidays shit. Some work, some don't. Maybe next year for the holidays we can we can uh, say our favorite ones or least favorite ones. Dude, but yeah, we the, haven't the, had a list in a while. Flavored seltzer has really got me. Uh... It's eggnog flavored seltzer. Eggnog, not egg. Eggnog. Yeah, eggnog. Eggnog. Yes, eggnog. It's eggnog flavored. Not. I thought you said egg flavored. Yeah. No, no, eggnog. Yeah, eggnog. 
Uh, well, how, how's your? It's uh, not to get off subject. How's the? How's your? How's your Christmas season been going? We're, we're pretty much down to the wire now. I've been up almost twenty four hours. Hmm. Wonderful. I'm uh I'm a little punchy right now. Good. That makes for a good time on a podcast. Yes. Did you get I, any Christmas uh, shopping I, done? It was the first day of the pay period today, and there was an overnight shift, and I said, I'm hopping on that some bitch. Mm. So I'm, I've got that, and then tomorrow night, um, essentially Christmas Eve and the Christmas morning, however you want to look at it, I'm doing another overnight shift because I'm a money-hungry whore. Oh, no, I, that's, I, I hear you, man. I've learned to love overtime. Like, and I, I got 99 I, problems, and they're all fucking bills. And don't I got all, no money to pay those bills. Don't, don't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. To, I can't. I, I'm ready for Christmas to be over. I I think the last time we had a podcast, I said I'm gonna really try hard to be in the Christmas spirit this year. And I, the thing was, I didn't do anything Christmassy, like barely anything. Like we didn't really watch any Christmas movies. We watched half of uh, Christmas Vacation, and then we turned it off. I don't remember why. I think like. I think we had to do something or whatever. We watched like a couple of Christmas cartoons, like with with my daughter, but that was really it. <laughs> so I really, I feel like this this past month really kind of flew by. And before I know it, here we are. It's Christmas. Yeah, I well, as you know, I hate Christmas. Yeah, pretty much along with every other holiday. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this is or the next three days are just normal days for me. I don't care i don't i don't ho 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 or get dressed up or anything i just i go about my day yeah i, I just I, I i don't want to say i can't get into the christmas spirit but again like i had a very small family you know immediate family so like it was just us like it was just like we didn't have family over we didn't really do much of that so it was just normal just everyday thing because it was the three of us my yeah. parents and me that's it. So we never made it a big deal any yeah. holiday, really. No, that's that's actually sad. Like there's some no, no, no. It's, it's I'm I'm perfectly all right with that. It's it's weird. Like uh, Christmas Eve, it was just pretty much like my family, we needed family. And then Christmas Day, we would either go to the Bronx or we'd go upstate to see my grandparents up there. We was on my dad's side or the Yonkers or whatever. Um, so we're always kind of doing something. Now it's almost kind of like Christmas Eve is like we made Christmas Eve big because Christmas Day I'm, I'm with my wife's family, <laughs> which is you know whatever. But anyway, yeah, and see that that's why I that's why I love the they're very nice Christmas. and it's a nice time. It's a nice time. Everyone gets drunk, so yeah, um, that's my thing. Because like, say if you did have a problem with someone, now you got to be with them. And you're stuck in a house. It's cold. It's not like, you know, where, uh, say it's 4th of July. You can go and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to go have a cigar on the corner of the property and just kind of get away. You're stuck in this house, Mm -hmm. especially if it's, like, cold and shitty weather. You're stuck. I mean, you could suffer outside, but you're stuck in this house. And certain family members, there's not enough booze in the world that can make it good. I mean, that's the problem with it. And that's where, like, I, I always say, you know, people are like, oh, it sucks being, you know, you you having a small family being like nope sometimes it's good and this is one of those reasons I hear you I hear you uh, no but Christmas Day is fun there's a lot like, of food we, a lot of drinks so it's actually a good time 
Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, like, I've really, as I've gotten older, I've really kind of fell out of the whole Christmas thing, and I try very hard to kind of stay with it, and a lot of people say that's going to change, like, when my daughter gets older and stuff, and she's really into it, but, uh, so far, I'm really kind of, I don't know. That never changed for me. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I just, I I'm good with it. I, I, I don't get, I, I, I guess maybe the best way, I'm not sentimental when it comes to like things like that. We never did family traditions. It wasn't like, you know, um, being Italian, you know, you do that seven fishes thing mm-hmm. or, you know, we, we never right. did any of that. People yeah. go to midnight mass. People do, we just. I remember seeing I you mean, at a midnight mass many years ago. Do you remember? I don't know if you actually saw me. I saw you. I couldn't. Even, we were in high school. Yeah, I got school. dragged to whatever. I got yeah, dragged to whatever. We were in, we were in high. Like, we were in high school, so that's how long ago it was. But I remember, so I was sitting in the front. And I saw you come up for communion, and I think you kind of. Yeah. I don't even remember if you even saw me or not. But uh, yeah, I remember seeing you at midnight mass. I think it was the only time I've seen you in church. <laughs> that didn't have to do with yeah. a wedding or a funeral or whatever. Yeah, wedding or a funeral. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get into all that. Yeah, yeah, all, all that. Like the, all the traditions, we never really had traditions uh, at any holiday. Like probably the only tradition we really ever had that we continued for a while would be uh, football picks. We did that every year. That would be like a, a staple in the house. A fo- football picks. Yes, we would we would pick every game for the week. Oh. Nice, and and Adam, me and my parents, whoever won, we we had bragging rights for the year. <laughs> oh, there was nothing on the line. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not Tom gets his favorite dessert. When, when or I lose, I got to do the dishes. I do the shit already, so it doesn't matter. For me, it was a lose lose. <laughs> do you, now? Do you bring that tradition but, uh, to your kids and wife? Oh no, no. But it's funny enough you say that. I uh, I do have a uh, a friend that has a friend in the city where we uh, we make a friendly wager, if you will. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh-huh. And there's a good amount of people, and it might be like uh, 30 people in this this uh, friendly wager league we have. And right now, I am sitting in first place. Mm. We are going in the week 16, and I am up five games. Very nice. Which is a lot in this, because you, you don't really pick too many uh, too many underdogs i mean mm-hmm. if you're trying to get ahead you might just take a chance on it but right. i'm kind of coasting right now and i have a chance to have a a very happy uh, new year you know with bragging rights because there's no money involved at all. no of course not well i hope i hope you win that bragging no. rights yes i do not have to go to the city and get any type of prize out of a brown paper bag from a an individual I've never met before. <laughs> right. That looks completely sketchy. I right. do not have to do that. No, definitely not, because that would be very illegal. That's very illegal. Um, but yes, I'm 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 in I'm in the uh, catbird seat right now. I'm I'm cruising. All right, good luck. This week, this week the guy I'm who's behind me by five games. We have three different uh, games mm-hmm. that we uh, everything else we we want to you know on the same thing, but three games were off. So I can either be up as much as eight or as close as two, so. Okay. With my fucking luck, it'll be two, and then I'm going to end up losing next 
next week. Well, don't jinx it. Because I've, I've, I've been in the lead for pretty much since, like, week three. Okay. So, don't don't jinx it. You never know. Mm. Never know. Um, I guess we could talk about someone having a little bit of bad luck. Yeah, so, I mean, a couple of weeks... I don't know if it was the last podcast or one before that, but we talked about how we... Tom doesn't think Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Um, it is not. And lo and behold, uh, the actor who played Buzz in Home Alone, uh, he recently was, uh, he turned himself in on charges after he allegedly tried to strangle his girlfriend while he was in Oklahoma City. And the reason for it is because I guess what happened was he told her not to go he in his room. Except <laughs> oh. on my joke. <laughs> <laughs> we both were going the same way. She went in his room after right. he told her not to. That was my joke. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he um Devin Rat Ratray, I guess that's how his pronounced uh faces charges for alleged allegedly battering and attempting to strangle his girlfriend while they're in Oklahoma City earlier this month. Uh he denies he ever laid a hand on her and uh Apparently, what he said was when he was strangling her, "Is this is how you die?" <laughs> Good, damn. Um, he's a big boy, so I, it's gonna be hard to kind of escape those clutches. It's weird. He's only forty-four. You no, know, I thought he was a lot older. Exactly. I thought he was a. I thought he. I mean, when I watched Home Alone for the first time, I was probably nine. He looked like he was sixteen, which I guess isn't yes. that far off because he's he is four years older than me. But I don't know. He seemed way older when I was a kid, but he's he's only a couple years older than us. Yeah, I mean, like everyone in that, the, the guy from uh, Pete and Pete was in it. I, I my mm-hmm. uh, daughter had it on today when I came home from work. It was on and. I didn't even realize it, because yeah. they're, they're such minor characters, all the other kids, mm-hmm. other than Buzz and yeah. uh, Macaulay's little brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Pete was in it. Yeah, I've noticed that over the years, that the older Pete was in it. Yes, not the one with the uh, dancing lady tattoo forearm. No, that's, uh, that's little Pete. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he went to Oklahoma City to appear as a celebrity guest during Oklahoma City's Pop Christmas Con an event held December 4th to 5th at Wyndham Garden, Oklahoma City Airport. Uh, no word if he if he made the event or not. Well, there was certainly a pop. It was just on the old lady. I guess so. Um, the girlfriend claimed Ratray became angry because she did not charge two women for his autograph cards. They argued and she left Coyote Ugly, leaving him inside as, he, as she walked to the hotel... They were staying at the Hyatt Place, Oklahoma City. Um, yeah, and he said, "This is how you die." As he choked her, he's saying he didn't do it. This is all from KFOR.com. Um, I think he's really wanted to be relevant again. <laughs> he kind of needed to get back in there, and what a time to do it during Christmas time because this was—that's uh, what he's known for: Christmas movie. It's funny because uh, I think they had a new Home Alone out or something. Yeah. And he appears in the movie as a cop. Did you watch it? No. Because yeah. they're literally all the same. They, they are all the same. It's the same fucking premise in every fucking Home Alone. And I think we talked about yeah. that, that they should change it up a little bit. Yeah. 
Lightning but, does not strike six times in the same place. No. But, I mean, with him being a cop and being arrested, there there was also some uh, some tomfoolery, if you will, at a uh, at a Christmas party. Yes. And that would be down in the... Uh, it's very close to us, actually. Where is it? The, uh, the Christmas party took place in Yonkers. Uh-huh. And it was with the uh, 44th Precinct from the NYPD. And at the party was a lieutenant... Um, we won't mention his name because I find this a little ridiculous. So I'm going to get, I'm going to go on this, but this Lieutenant was at the Christmas party and a rookie cop, a female rookie cop ended up giving him a lap dance, grinding on him. Were they both wrong in the, uh, the thing? Yes. But again, it's, I'm very conflicted about this. And there's a few things I'm conflicted about. Okay. One, it's a Christmas party. People let loose. I mean, look at Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. The the, the two people were banging in the one office. Mm-hmm. I'm sure shenanigans like this happen all the time. Yeah. Game on the fucking... And I'm assuming that they were at a bar that was closed down just for the, the precinct itself. Because think about it. A, a police precinct, especially out of NYPD, has got to be pretty big. I mean, that's got to probably put capacity at a bar, I would assume. Mm-hmm. What asshole out there, like, what asshole cop out there sat there and, and videotaped his lieutenant doing right. this and then leaked it to the press? That's the bad that's guy here. That's the bad guy here, the guy who videotaped it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're pretty much, all your partners and all the people you work with, you're putting them now, you're putting them out there. Why, why is this guy videotaping it? Yes. That's the guy who should now, be suspended. <laughs> yeah, that's the, well, that, that's the guy that should get his ass beat in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's my personal opinion. And then it gets into, there's more layers to this onion. The media was quick to sit there and put out this lieutenant's name. I mean, they just banged it out there real quick. They threw his name out there. They put, they, I mean, they drove him under the fucking bus about ten times over. They went to his house, which is close to us in New Windsor, um, photographing his wife. His wife ended up getting pissed off because I get it. You know, I mean, listen, he he screwed up. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're in a, I'm not going to say anything. Maybe they're in an open relationship. Maybe she didn't care. Maybe she's pissed. Maybe they're going through issues. Who knows? There's a million and a half things, but that's their personal business. Right. Yeah. The fact that they they go, you know, the media goes there and pounces on this guy. My big problem is they pounced on this guy. Today is when they finally released the name of the uh, female. Yeah, uh, Vera McCooley, uh, 26. Yes. She was a real estate agent before this past February. She just uh, she became a, a police officer. Um, yeah, and she grinded two men, the lieutenant and an unidentified another unidentified man, who was also believed to be a police officer. And let's put it this way. I mean, shenanigans happen like this all the time. I, you know, in police work, I'm I'm sure that, I mean, think about it. You are in a male-dominated job. You're a female. She's an attractive female. I'm sure she has inappropriate things said to her on the street by, you know, people, you know, civilians, not her own people. I'm, I'm sure a lot of this stuff happens. 
you're at a Christmas party, you're having a few drinks, it, shit happens. But then, you know, like they, they, they make her out to be the victim. And again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, making this girl, you know, seem like a monster here, but this was a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, he grabbed her and, and made her do it. And it's not like she forced him to sit there. I mean, this was a mutual thing. Everyone seemed to be having fun. Who knows what the circumstances were before that? You know, there, there, it could have been a, 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 you know, truth or dare type thing. You know, who knows? There's a million and a half different fucking things that all you see is just this action on video. And this is the problem I have with the media. With anything, you see a snippet of what the actual truth is, and then people run with it. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem. Yeah, well, they say the fellow, fellow officers... Uh who are unnamed, say that she shouldn't be disciplined as her superiors were the ones in the wrong. I kind of sort of get that because if he's a superior, he should say, come on, you know, you've had, you're drunk and don't do this kind of thing. So. Yes and no. Yes and no. They're not working right now. It's not like he made her do this while they were working. They are off duty. They are not. And again, they're two consenting adults. Yeah. That's where, you know, you're getting a little bit of muddy water there. You know? Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, think about it. I mean, there could be cops out there that are cheating on their wives. Are we going to discipline all them for actions that they're doing outside of work? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. The, the divorce rate in, in police work is, is through the roof. I mean, it's, it's extremely high. Yeah. What are we going to do? You know, obviously that there's some something going on behind closed doors, arguing, money issues, gambling, drinking, a million and a half different things, just like any other relationship, but probably a little bit more because, I mean, it's a stressful job, especially now in this day and age. And we'll get to a few more things about this, yeah. but all, you're not disciplining these people for stuff they're doing outside of work. Why are these people getting disciplined? Uh, it's not like, and it's not like it's a quid pro quo thing where he said, "Hey, you grind on me, I'm going to make you the next detective, or I'm going to give you a cushy deal, or this or that." You, again, you don't know what the, the circumstances of it were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one one eye opening thing. This is from the Daily Mail in the UK. Uh, they they kind of they said what she earns a year. Do you want to take a guess how much she earns a year? I was blown away by this number. A rookie cop? Yeah, rookie cop. I'm going to say 72. A year? Yeah. You are way off. I'll give you one more guess. Am I high or low? You're high. <laughs> 56. <laughs> 42,500. How much? Forty-two thousand five hundred a year. That might just be because of, again, she's a rookie. That that may be her last year's salary because of the academy. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you, okay. All right. I mean, but no, I saw I, mean, I saw that number and I was like, Jesus. Christ. Some jobs, while you're getting you're getting you know um, trained on it, they don't pay you a lot. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. So that might just be that might just be that. But NYPD, they don't make bad money, these people. No, but that's, well, that's why I was and, kind I mean, of... Rightfully so. They should deal with dealing with the shit they got to deal with down there. Of course, there. yeah. And the scumbag mayor they got. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I saw a number. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's it? And that's, I mean, that I don't know if that's gross or if that's, uh, what's gross is what you take home, right? Uh, gross is what you make. I think net is what you bring home. I think or you're right. I might be wrong. Yeah, well, either way, like, I don't know if that's before or after taxes. How about that in layman terms? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is like... But again, too, it's a rookie. I mean, yeah, how much okay. overtime are they getting? That, you know, they're at the bottom of the total. Yeah, you have, a, you have a good point. So, I mean, but that, that just seemed very low to me. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I definitely see where you're coming from. Like, I see what they're saying. We're like, they could have stopped it and they didn't stop it. But again, see, I just, they're drunk. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, again, I don't like how the media did this. I mean, the minute they got this thing, they knew the top's name. They knew, you know, everything about him, this lieutenant. They knew everything about him. But mm-hmm. they're not going to release the, the, the female. I mean, th- there's two parties in this. You know, right. it's not like he, you know, he swung his tallywhacker at her. And, you know, she came out of the bathroom and he's sitting there swinging his dick at her. This sure. was a mutual thing. The fact that, you know, the media is going to sit there and say, this happened and that, you know, and not put her name out there. I don't find that correct. And think about it, too. It's not like they were on in the back corner of the bar. They were sitting kind of like in the middle of a whole group. So this was, it, 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 again, when you're going to report on this, report what everything was. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows if this was a big joke? And again, is it appropriate? Not really. Is it illegal? No. I, I, I don't know. I, I think what you do on your own time, as long as it's not criminal, I don't think you should be in trouble. Well, I don't think anyone should get in trouble for it. I mean, it is, it's not a, a legal, an illegal thing. Um, it is inappropriate. I mean, it's inappropriate in any kind of scenario, any, any kind of workforce, you know? It is. Yeah, I get that, but. And this, I mean, not for nothing, this, woman's a, co- this woman's a cop. She should, you know, she. She needs to be respected, or she's not going to be taken seriously. Because there is a stigma against women cops that they're not taken very seriously as men. And now with this, like, can she really return to work? <laughs> you know, this. I, I mean, mean, this. That's this, my thing. I think she's more in the um, going to be more problematic. Yeah. I mean, she's probably still on probation. I mean, a rookie cop, you usually have a, I'm assuming, a, a, a year or two probation. I yeah. mean, this this could this could essentially screw her. I think Figuratively so. and almost <laughs> literally. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't really think that this was set up to be this way because, according to one of our friends, he was not wearing uh, gray uh, sweatpants. So, he really wasn't there for a strip uh, <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. No gray sweatpants. Yeah, so it wasn't the official, a pre- the official uniform of a strip club. It wasn't a premeditated crime. No. <laughs> um. All right, well, moving on. We haven't done this in a little while uh, because it's been pretty quiet in, in terms of deaths. But let's take a trip to the cemetery, I mean, shall it's we? It's amazing, though. When you think about it, it's amazing that we haven't done this in a while. We really haven't. I mean, I don't know if we just kind of ignored it, or but like nothing really. No one really passed away. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, in the world of wrestling, which seems to be something we touch upon like five times a year, uh, that is, uh, his name is Michael James Penzel, 
but you might know him as Corporal Kirshner. Uh, he was a uh, yes. wrestler in the mid-80s for the World Wrestling Federation as Corporal Kirshner. He also wrestled in New Japan and Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling under the name Leatherface. Uh, he just died uh, this week at the age of 64. Uh, he passed away from a heart attack. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, he didn't really... He had a, a few with Nikolai Volkov, which was pretty much... I think any guy who's in the army, who's an army character, feud with Nikolai Volkov. Um, and he actually was, I'm sorry, I kind of glossed over this. He was a United States Army paratrooper, so he actually was in the military. Yes. Which is why he became... It's Corporal weird, Kirshner. though. When you, when you look at, like, like a few of the big wrestlers that were out there that were in the military, mm-hmm. they, they automatically took that, that persona. Sergeant Slaughter, mm-hmm. Corporal Kirshner, um, Pittman from uh, WCW. They all... Yes. Like these were guys that didn't didn't get out of their wheelhouse. They stayed right mm-hmm. in it. And I mean, they, I kind of get it, but I think when you have something like that, if you're going to be, especially during the mid '80s when you had this whole Cold War thing going on, he didn't get a big enough push. I don't think as he should have. No, I mean, um, yeah, his his biggest thing was he uh, fought Nikolai Volkov in a flag match at WrestleMania two. That was pretty much the pinnacle. Of his career, I guess you could kind of say. Listen, I mean, it really, I mean, you look at Sergeant Slaughter is probably the most synonymous name when it comes to wrestling and, and, and uh, military. When you think of a military, like an yes. army wrestler, you automatically think of Sergeant Slaughter. So I think they tried to do like a lightning strikes twice thing, maybe kind of come up with, and, he, and Sergeant Slaughter left at that time when this guy came in. So they kind of wanted to recreate that a little bit. Didn't work as well. Hello. My little one's out here going inside now. Merry Christmas. Nice <laughs> there she is. Wishing everyone a, a happy holiday. Very nice. Um, it's out here in fucking sandals. I'm here with seven layers on. <laughs> I'm like a fucking bean dip. Yeah, so he didn't really do much. He, uh, he got suspended by the WWF for testing positive for drug use in 87. And when his suspension ended, he declined to return and left the company. Uh, he wrestled in Stampede Wrestling for a little bit. Then he went to Japan um, when he uh, gave himself the name Leatherface. Uh, and then he kind of went into the hardcore wrestling a little bit in, in Frontier, Frontier Martial Arts. If you watch the um, the Dark Side of the Ring episode, you, can, you know what that was about. It was like the ECW in the Far East. That was that was an insane episode. Yeah, it was. Not to get on a tangent. Yeah. But um his last appearance as a wrestler, he uh wrestled for uh the Insane Clown Posse's Tempest release party back in two thousand seven against the Necro Butcher, who is a uh infamous indie hardcore wrestler. Um so didn't quite Did I ever have... see what drugs he uh he tested positive for? Oh, probably Coke. <laughs> it's the eighties. Had to have been Coke. I was gonna say, I'm thinking it's probably a real drug, not the steroids, because he was never really that big of a guy. No, in the eighties it was it was definitely Coke. Because they weren't testing for steroids in the in the eighties. That didn't happen to like ninety one, ninety two ish, but 
if you got yeah. suspended for drugs in, in wrestling in the 80s, it's most likely coke. Hacksaw Jim it's Duggan. Weird that they would actually do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, everyone was doing it. You can see, you can't see I why mean, they uppers, were doing downers. it. What did you say? You couldn't see why he did it. I can't, I, I no. I, I when it came to that, it seemed like everybody was doing drugs in the eighties. So Ooh. it's weird that they would actually drug test back then. Kind of. You kind of almost not. You didn't have to, but back then you wrestled like three times a day. Every day, almost. Oh yeah. I mean, there. They, it's been well documented how like these guys just were overworked. I mean, you were on the road probably three hundred twenty days out of the year. Oh yeah. And that's that's wear and tear, man. And like when you, they, a lot of these guys say they say when you come back to the hotel for a match, like you're still like wired, and that's when drugs come to play. You're bored. You need something to kind of keep up with, well, yeah, with everything. Well, you're trying to get to sleep, probably, so you're taking it down. Or you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, you're probably taking uh, an upper to get up. Right. You got And think about it, too. These guys had to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you look at guys like Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, um, Texas Tornado. All these guys, they were fucking jacked. Oh, yeah. Granted, mm-hmm. a little bit of it was a juice. But still, I mean, it's not like when you take steroids and your muscles automatically pop. No. You still have to do the work with it. Oh, yeah. No, these guys were... These guys are hardcore weightlifters. It's the steroids helped. Yeah, That's I mean, think about it. Is. And you wonder why he died of a heart attack. For probably, say even if he did steroids for 10 years. He was a wrestler for 10 years straight. You're doing all these uppers, these downers, steroids, lifting weights, and then wrestling on top of it. Your heart must be, I mean, I would. I wish we had the technology now. Like, you could wear a watch and it tells you what your, uh, your, you know, resting pulse rate is your, you know, your there, all that. You I would love to have seen it back then. Oh, yeah. I was saying, they do have a watch that does that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right now, it, it, these, those guys' probably hearts were beating at, like, a resting heart rate of probably, like, 120. Yeah. Well, like a resting one. Well, I think most wrestlers, they do die of heart attacks because of all mm-hmm. that. Like, just the abuse on their, their body with drugs and... You know, you stop it, but eventually your heart doesn't just heal itself completely over time. It just, you know, anywhere and tear you do in your body stays with you. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when you're doing steroids, too, think about it. Your heart's a muscle. Mm-hmm. So you're building that up, and then when you stop doing it, yeah. you're... Yeah, I didn't think about that, so. You know, you're depleting your your muscle. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... Yeah, so that, that yeah, this is the this is really it's weird that this was kind of the first real death we've had in a while. Yeah, I mean we also were off for about two months. I don't know if anyone died in between there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but when you think about it, I mean we're in the midst of fucking all these uh, kung flu variants. You, you, you would think the way that the government's talking, we'd be stepping over bodies in the street here. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but got- yeah, I, I just. Uh, I, I, it's all silliness. Are, are you worried about the uh, Omnicrom or whatever the fuck it's mm, called? No, I wouldn't say I'm worried. Um, I, I told you before we came on, I'm back working from home after being at work for a month. <laughs> so they, they now we're, we're home full time. Um, it is a lot. I know, I know you, you don't really pay attention to sports, but the amount of COVID cases popping up are astronomical. Uh, a lot of football players, basketball, the last two nights, 
the Bulls game was canceled and the Brooklyn Nets game was canceled because the Brooklyn book uh, Bulls were playing Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors had so many COVID cases they couldn't they didn't have enough men to compete. You need eight men. Really? You need eight men on the roster to be active. They didn't have that. <laughs> and same with uh, I forget who Brooklyn was playing. But that other team didn't have enough. So it, it, seeing that, I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Well, what the, the funny thing about it is, uh, football, is it like, b- both football and basketball are over 90, 90, almost 95% vaccinated. Hockey is 100% vaccinated except for one player. Yet all these guys are getting COVID. This is, again, I'm not getting on my soapbox or patent, you know, Barry Horowitz and myself here, but it seems like these people that got vaccinated are still getting it, so the vaccine don't work, and it, it's, well, again, I don't want to say it's a vaccine anymore, it's a, it's like a flu shot, it gives you milder symptoms, it's yeah. not a vaccine. Well, I think what happened and, was, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, really, the vaccine was created for that, that, um, that, uh, strand, strain, strain, strand, whatever, for that strain of the flu, yeah. of the coronavirus. So now there's this new Omicron or whatever the fuck it's called, um, and this vaccine doesn't work against it. Apparently, I, I don't know. I've been fortunate enough to not See, get and, corona, so I kind of, I, I don't know. And this is where I, I'm going to put on my conspiracy theory hat, and we didn't talk about this in our uh, pregame here, but I'm going to go on. I'm going to put on my hat. Okay. It's pretty much been. There's a lot of facts. It's not been proven, but there's a lot of facts out there based that this is out of a lab in Wuhan, China. We've kind of established that, that that Ooh. seems like where it came from. It's not a naturally occurring thing. You got these variants. I understand it can mutate, but again, it's mutating. Like, who even knows if this is true? They're not testing for, and I know I'm going to, you know, one of our friends is, uh, you know, oh yeah, they test, they can do this, they can, but they're giving you as a normal test. Is he your friend still? <laughs> What's that? Nothing, never mind, keep going. <laughs> I just, I find it very peculiar that it seems like, you know, especially around the holidays, this new variant came out and it, 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 it almost seems like they want people to be miserable. They want people and not, and this is why I love too. Like, oh, you, you know, if uh, unless you're vaccinated, you can't hang out with your family. Like, I don't know anyone who's like this still, and maybe there are people, or maybe I just hang out with a different group of people. But no one's not going out with their families because of this at the holidays. No. No. I, I don't know. I mean, do you know anyone that sit there and said, you know what, I'm 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 just going to avoid my family because of this? No, can't name one. Yeah, I mean that's what I find funny about this. It, it, you know, that it's it's so terrible. This and that. No one's abiding by these rules. And I wonder if there are actually people out there that are saying, you know, no, I'm I'm staying home. Yeah, no. You know, after two years, after two years, you're still worried this much about it. Still lysoling your mail and and shopping from home. I, I, I don't know. I just I'm over it. I I I've been over it. I've been over it for about one year and fucking. 11 months and three weeks and <laughs> yeah. six days. But it, it just, uh, I'm, I'm tired of talking about this. I'm tired of it. You know, we just got this new mass mandate. You have to be, you're, you're stuck back at home. Just let us fucking live our lives. Yeah. You know what? 
sign a waiver then. You know what? I, when you go skydiving, you have to sign a waiver. It's, let me sign a waiver. I, I don't care. It's it's. Let funny. me just be unvaccinated. New York is. Let me like, take my life into my own hands. Yeah, we. Uh, my wife and I went upstate this past weekend because it was an anniversary. Uh, it was the most I've worn a mask in probably seven or eight months. Because I had to wear a mask everywhere. Meanwhile, I went to the movies last Thursday in Jersey. Not a single soul wore a mask. <laughs> it's like Corona didn't even exist there. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's just, I don't know. Whatever. I just, like I said, I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah. Oh, all right. What do we got next on the, on the menu here? I think something's going to be starting to get over too. And that's this whole, uh, we're, we're circling back now to uh, a police topic, and that is the, the funding of police. Okay. There's been uh, there's two uh, liberal senators mm-hmm. who were very pro um, the funding the police. They wanted to do it. They thought it was a great idea. And two of them, I don't know the other one's name, but the one that I have up right now is U.S. Representative Mary Gay. So there we go. Uh, Scanlon of Pennsylvania, who is, I guess, out of the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, uh, in representing Pennsylvania's 5th Congressional District. Um, she wants to defund the police and replace them with social workers. Hmm. I don't think that was a good idea this weekend because she got carjacked at gunpoint. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, uh, you know, Anyone who's a social worker that's going to want to intervene in a carjacking when there's a gun on one side and none on the other. Yeah. And if you actually take a look at this woman, she is the antithesis of everything that you would expect from someone like that. Just a nasty looking, (coughs) excuse me, nasty, vile looking woman who looks like she's just a miserable curmudgeon all the time. Just just a, a sad sack. And you know what? Okay. I I don't want. I'm glad no one got hurt in this. But you know what? This needed to happen. Mary Gay Scanlon. Was that her name? Mary Gay. Mary Gay Scanlon. S C A L O N, I believe. She looks like uh, yeah, like an old crotchety woman. Yeah, just an old nasty woman. She reminds you of like a, a like the. A younger version of the librarian from the original Ghostbusters. That's what I was going to say. A, I'm looking at, at her too. I was going to say she looks like a, yeah. li- a nasty librarian. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she uh, she got her uh, vehicle jacked, and I guess they drove it to. I think they may have driven it to like Delaware, where it was stopped <clears throat> by police, who you know did this. But again, um, oh, I have the other person's name. This was the other one is from Illinois. A suburb of Chicago, because you know that's the beacon of, uh, you know, gun control, and that was Senate Majority <laughs> Leader Kimberly Lightford, and her husband were carjacked. Oh, so two and women. They were both supporters of police reform after the George Floyd incident. Unbelievable. Again, you may not like what happens in certain instances, but in my experience, I've never had a and again you know you're gonna hear oh you're you know you're this type of group or you're that type of group i've never had a bad experience with a cop and if i did it was because of my own problems 
I have. So when people sit there, you have. Yeah, I I know this one cop who's a real dick. And there are dicks out there. There absolutely are. Yeah. I'm not going to say that there isn't, but again, I think it's how you um, interact with them. Yeah. That probably has a a big thing to do with it. And again, you know, you don't know if they've had a bad day. You don't know if they just came off of uh, a bad domestic or a dead baby or something. So, I mean, you doing something, it may not be in... That's where I think if there is police reform, it should be more on trying to uh, let these cops get maybe a little bit more uh, time off, Mm -hmm. a little bit more. I mean, they work a ton of overtime. They're seeing a ton of stuff. You know, you have a bad call. I mean, think about it. A family member dies. You're given bereavement. Say something traumatic happens there. Why aren't these cops given bereavement and the ability to go talk to someone? Because no, they're expected in the next day. I thought they were to have to deal with stuff. I, thought I mean, cops th- there are times where they can go. They can go speak with people. I'm assuming. I mean, you, most jobs. You know, if there was a uh, a suicide in a uh, in a office building, I mean, um, grief counselors are usually brought in. But again, they're not given time. This isn't something that they're seeing day in and day out. And I get it. It's, you know, that's what you signed up for type of thing. But you can't expect seeing death and destruction. I mean, you look at the military. I mean, you speak to an old World War II vet or a Korean War or Vietnam vet, and they've seen some shit. You know, they have that blank stare. They have that thousand-yard stare. I mean, they've seen shit. These are hardened men and women, not not taking it away from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are people that see stuff that... You and I, as just regular people, don't see every day. And I think that's where, if you're going to have any type of police reform, it should be on something like that to give these guys a little bit of a, a mental break, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know when I, I when I uh, when my daughter was born, she had her issues. I took a few months off just to be with her. When I broke my leg, it was it was almost refreshing to have that little bit of time off to kind of recharge the battery, if you will. Yeah. And then I went back to work and, it, and I was more productive at that point because, again, I had that decompression time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think that's a big problem. Not, not you know, having social workers out there because obviously in these two instances where someone is being carjacked at gunpoint, a social worker ain't going to do shit. If anything, the social worker is going to end up being a victim as well. Right. And I think that the that, that mindset that, you know, doesn't work and I think maybe these two people especially now that they've seen the victim side of it maybe they should ride with a cop and say hey you know what let me see what you guys do so I kind of know what goes on you have all these people that have no experience in that position making judgment calls on and rule changes to what they have to do yeah I mean, I, that's what, that's what I don't get. I, no. I just I find it I find it very uh, silly that that's the mentality of it. And again, I find it very hilarious on the other end that these people. I always find it funny when someone com- like when a Karen complains about something, and it ends up happening to them. You know, they complain that you know that they weren't part of something, but they complain about it. You know, they point the finger in Monday Morning Quarterback, and then they become the victim. And then they're like, well, you know, maybe we maybe we were wrong. You know, yeah, that's like Lori uh, Lightfoot in uh, 
in Chicago. Well, we I think maybe we need to start really uh, rethinking this whole defunding the police thing. And they just pumped a bunch of money into Chicago police. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that was going to work out? Yeah. Well, that's like with uh, uh, Alyssa Milano. She was against the defunding uh-huh. the police, and then like a week later, like she had like a stalker or something outside <laughs> outside her house. So who are you gonna call for that? The cops, and, and I wouldn't help your ass. <laughs> you want to? You want me to? Yeah. You want me to lose my job? Yeah. Yeah, I just I, all of it. I just I I find it humorous when stuff like this happens, and, and not you know not to pick on these people, but just the, the, the situation. Like you know, you complain, you complain, you complain, and then all of a sudden it comes and bites you in the ass. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so moving on. Um, Bruce Springsteen, he's having some real glory days right now. He's uh, he's selling his back catalog, which is worth about five hundred million. Along him, uh, Stevie Nicks, Bob Dylan, Paul Simon, Neil Young. A lot of these guys are uh, they're selling off their rights to their music. Um, and uh, making a lot of money from it. Now, now see, like this is my question about. It. I got, it's, I guess, a twofold question. Mm-hmm. You write a song. It is yeah. your song. You have the copyright to it. Yes. Now, can you like bequeath that down to your children to say that they have the royalties for it now? Or once you're dead, does it kind of? I don't know I mean, how that works. I don't think that. Not everybody owns. Yeah, not everybody owns their music. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's like I, the, the people I just listed are megastars, so I could see why they own their music. But for lesser known bands, like a lot of the times <clears throat> when they change labels, most of the time, not most of the time, some of the time. Their music doesn't go with them. It's still owned by, say, like Capitol Records or whatnot. Okay. Now, obviously, if they're big enough names, they can, I guess, buy that music. I'm not really sure how how all that works. But obviously, when I just said Springsteen owns his music, so he's selling. I don't know who he sold it to. <laughs> um. I don't know who would want to buy it. I can't. I, I mean, I, really, I, right? That is one guy I he, cannot stand. I mean. There are some songs of his I really do like. I like Tunnel of Love. Uh, I like uh, you know Cover Me. I hate Born in the USA. I hate Glory Days. I hate Born to Run. I hate those fucking songs with a passion. So, so in terms of that, yeah, I don't know who's buying that shit. Yeah, I can't stand I, his music. I, I never liked him. I. Anything about him, I just never liked yeah, him. I, I but never... what I love is that this guy is—he's a pure liberal who, you know, oh, we gotta, you know, spread out the wealth. The, ta- the rich have to pay the taxes, this and that. And you just sold your fucking thing for a half a billion dollars. You, you know what you are? You're a fucking capitalist. Whether he wants to admit it or not, and too many fucking people are too stupid to see it, you're a fucking capitalist. Yeah. I mean, he ain't donating that money to anyone. That's gonna go to his great 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 grandchildren. I just uh, he uh, everything about him. Okay, you know I'm I'm a, I'm one of the I'm a working Joe. I'm this and I'm that. You know I stand in front of the flag with a white T-shirt on and a hat in my back pocket. Now you got a fucking wad of cash in there, you capitalist fucking douchebag. You're you're, you're the fucking you're such a hypocrite. Ugh. So so he sold his music to Sony. That's who he sold it to. 
Um, but now you're, I, you bring up a good question. I don't know how this works now. Now, can he? He can obviously still perform it, but if he changes his um, his label, then he can't put those songs on a, like a greatest hits or anything like that. That's how I think this goes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Music rights are so weird. Like the, it's 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 very odd how they play out. It's not like a movie or something. It, it's really weird, and I don't really understand it that well. Um, they are so Sony already had ownership of over 300 songs, 20 albums, and 23 live LPs over Springsteen's career. Um, he signed with Columbia Records in 1972. And he's been there, I guess Columbia is part of Sony. And uh, he uh, kind of stayed with them ever since. Um, he can still perform his, his songs with the E Street Band. Um, yeah, I, again, I don't really know. I apologize because I don't really know too much about this. Just know that he, he sold it for a big amount of money. Bob Dylan sold his for $300 million. To Universal Music Publishing Group. Um, that's all I got here. I think what's going on is I think these guys, because they're not touring, are losing money, and now they're kind of rethinking. All right, well, you know what? I I'm kind of the tail end of my career. I'm old. I need the money to kind of give to my kids and grandkids. So touring's not doing it anymore. <clears throat> Let me sell my music. That's worth shit. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, mean, I, I and you say who's buying Springsteen? Who else did you say? You said Springsteen, Dylan. I mean, who's buying Bob Dylan? That music is unlistenable. Un- oh, it's terrible! Oh my God, I hate America. He sounds like like that drunk uncle. Like does gay drunk uncle at Christmas. That's one man. I had we I had a teacher in um in high school who loved Bob Dylan. And uh, so every time I hear Bob Dylan, I think of him, and I don't know how he can Did listen I have to him? This. I could say his name, right? So we're not talking shit about him. He was actually one of my favorite what, uh, teachers. What class? It was a social studies class, but it wasn't social st- studies. It was um, what the hell was it? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I, can I say his name? Political science. No, it was like, wasn't government, um, I could, he, he wore a hat all the time, a hood, like a, like a hat like I'm wearing right now. You, I don't think you had him. I had him my junior year and then he left. I think I know what you're talking about and I don't think I had him. No, I don't think you did either. He he was there for a couple years. He left after I had him my, our junior year. Um, he moved to Chicago, but he was probably one of my favorite teachers of all time. I liked him a lot. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, uh, Stevie Nicks is another one. Um, Paul Simon. I don't know who they sold what to or how much they made. It just kind of listed them here. Um, but, I mean, look at the look at what I just said. Like, they're aging artists who probably aren't touring. They need money. And what's a quick way to make cash? Hey, I'll sell my music back. And it's weird, though. Like, when you think about these, these people that did it, they haven't put out any real hits in probably what 20, 30 years. Who's really like? At least. I, I think that these uh, 
these music, you know, labels or whoever's buying them is really getting fucked on it. Well, I mean, yes how, many and people, no. how many people our age listen to Bill Haley in the comments? Do you know I what? Mean, the, do you know? It's 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 not about selling the music to us. Do you know what this is is for? Like movies, TV shows, uh-huh. any movie, anything that wants to use their music. Now that money doesn't go to Springsteen, it goes to Sony or Universal or whoever. That's where the money comes. So you see it in the next Spider-Man movie? Who, who the hell knows? Did you see the new Spider-Man yet? Uh-uh. Oh man, you gotta go no. see it. You got uh, one of the best one of the best Marvel movies I've seen. Really? Oh my god, yeah. Do you know anything about it? What happened? Or don't they go through like the uh, the Multi- like different universes? A lot of multiverse shit. It's fantastic. Is it hard? To, is it hard to follow? No, no, not at all. Do they break it down for, like, the casual fan? Kinda. I mean, you've seen the other Spider-Man movies, right? Like, the Tobey Maguire one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you, as long as you, you know the people. Trust me, you, you won't you won't feel lost. It's it's excellent. Excellent, okay. excellent movie. I have a, a slight knowledge on it. My wife has no knowledge on any of these. She just watches the movies as they are for the entertainment. I know, I know a little bit of the backgrounds and this and that. Obviously, not as much as you guys. The mm-hmm. you know the group chat that we're in because you guys just talk about it constantly, yeah. and I just sit on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But she would she would in, enjoy it, or did, yeah. would she get a little lost? No, I think she'll. They don't really dump. They they don't make it complicated. Okay. They don't make it complicated. Now, can I, can I ask this, or will this give something away? Um, you have the three actors. They're all in the movie, correct? Oh, that's a big spoiler. <laughs> I can tell you if you want. I, I it seems like it's already known that they're all in it. Yes, they're in it. They what? They're in it. Which is the our universe right now, the one that we are sitting in. If this was in real life, that there was Peter Parker from you know um, the city, and he was actually out there in it. Who? Which Peter Parker would be in our universe right now, or is it not even that? I don't know what you're talking about. Do they about. ever make mention on that? They, the the previous two come to the MCU universe. Did I answer your question? So, no one's in our universe. I don't know what you mean by our universe. What's our universe? Where Tom like, and Joe exist? Right we're no. doing this podcast no. on... Earth. No, there's no... I don't know. I really don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, no one comes to us, if that's what you mean. I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I'm convoluting them between here, like, because how you have, like, Earth 2, Earth, you know, 63, Earth this, that, and the other. They come, to the, um, they come to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where, where Andrew... Uh, where, uh, uh... What the hell is his name? Tom Holland is. Tom Holland. So, with the Avengers and stuff, they come to that, Okay. Does that make sense? I don't know what you mean by our universe. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Again, I'm a casual fan, so yeah, okay. probably if there's anyone go that watch- really is into this, they're looking at me like a complete fucking moron. Probably. Go watch the movie. I'll say Okay, that. I gotta watch it. Go watch it. But it's, it's very good? Fantastic. And, and I think you asked me this question the other day, there's no political shit, it's just 
an enjoyable movie through and through. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting tired of that too. That, that, see, that's it's what, not that's like just a typical. Me not want to go to movies. It's anymore. not like a typical Marvel movie where they shove things down your throat. It's it's just an excellent movie. Excellent movie. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Let's let's move on. After you see the movie, we can talk about it. Okay. It'll probably be streaming in a couple months. Kim Potter. We're, we're, we are we are uh, Jen Sackian the shit out of this sure episode. Are. We're circling back again. Now I don't know too much about this, so I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one. Okay. In I believe it was in Brooklyn Center. Which is in um, Brooklyn, <laughs> the Michigan that, that 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 area up there, where where it seems like everything bad is going on, the Rittenhouse thing, the George Floyd thing, now this, um, a female officer who has twenty six years on the job, she is not a, I don't know if she was maybe not on the road as much, she may have been you know a behind the scenes kind of cop doing maybe evidence or something like that. But she was out there field training, and she did a car stop on a guy, mm-hmm. and he, I guess, refused to get out of the vehicle, or he started tried to put the vehicle in the drive or something. Something happened with that, and can, uh, and she ends up, uh, I guess, the two cops were in front of her, and she kind of got in between them, and I guess maybe this is. I guess people say that you shouldn't have the taser on a certain side of you, I guess, because, you know, you're used to drawing your gun. I mean, that's how you're trained, I guess. You know, you you train a bunch with your gun. You don't really pull your taser out, but it was on the same side as her gun. She thinks that she's going to tase him, ends up shooting him, and immediately, immediately, it's not like this was, you know, she shot him and was like, you know, stunned. She's like, you know, she says taser. Mm-hmm. You know, she says, taser, 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 ends up shooting him and says, oh, God, I, I shot him. You know, like, not like this was premeditated. It's not like she sat there and said, oh, I'm going to go shoot this guy. But she ended up being found guilty of, of all the charges against her. I guess it might have been manslaughter. I, okay. I don't know. But again, an accident, a, a deadly accident. I'm not taking anything away from that. Um, but again... What did this guy do that provoked it? And was he a career criminal? And I'm not taking anything, you know, saying ill against the dead. But if he, again, just like a lot of these incidents, in, incidents, if they comply with the police, bad shit ain't gonna happen. But yeah, she ends up uh, she ends up shooting him. He ends up dying, and she's charged with you know this crime now. And She's essentially probably going to go to jail for a long time, and she's not a young kid. This, this she might go to jail maybe for the rest of her life. Hmm. This is someone who did not, you know, her her entire career. And again, she may have been like a house mouse, they call it, you know, where you don't leave the station. But essentially, she got on this job to be to make a difference, and now she's being, you know, persecuted for this, prosecuted. And could essentially go to jail for longer, possibly because, you know, they're going to want to set an example longer mm-hmm. than some criminals get for that. Because I've read a, a recent article where someone killed their uh, their baby. I think it was a nine month old baby and they got nine months in jail or a year in jail. It was like it was almost like no time for it. Yet this woman who's. I don't want to say had a stellar career, but really had no um, reprimands, anything like that. 
has an accidental thing, and granted, it's a big accident. I mean, I'm not I'm not making any you know light of it being something not terrible, but this woman's going to go to jail for a long time while other people, career criminals, barely go to jail. It's just when they talk about how the justice system is is flawed. Situations like this, I believe they're flawed, and it's in the wrong way. Yeah, well, I could when I, I saw just, I, to me, it's just I didn't see the results until I talked to you, but I did hear that the verdict was going to come in today. I could have told you she was going to be guilty, and the reason why is because <clears throat> this is why the justice system is such a joke, in my opinion. They have to. The last thing that happened, the last big thing. The guy all the liberals wanted to be found guilty was found innocent. Before that, all the cops at the George Floyd thing, they were found guilty. So it's like they they try they're trying to balance out uh, who to appease to. Oh, absolutely. That's what they're doing. Like, okay, they, we found that guy innocent last time, so now this one we're gonna have to kind of steer toward you know <clears throat> the people against the cops and stuff. That's how this is going. Now, if something else happens, I guarantee that person who shot somebody or the liberals hate, they're going to be found innocent. It's, it's, that's how this thing works, man. It, it's a flawed system. It really, truly on is. That end, on that end, yes. It is. I think in, in, in whole, it's flawed because people that should be in jail aren't put in jail. And people that don't deserve it or maybe a lesser sentence are given the book thrown at them. Right. Now, will they make but an example out of her? Maybe. But they already kind of made an example out of those other cops with the whole George Floyd thing. So who knows? Yeah. It's a, it's a back-and-forth game. Absolutely. Because they don't want but people to riot, so they keep they – keep, they're trying to balance it out. Like, okay, we, we appease this group. Now we're going to appease this next group. That way, no one can get pissed, and no one can say anything, and we're not favoring anybody. Everyone's kind of—it's like the—it's like an old the old classroom thing, you know. Like two kids get into a fight, you punish both of them. You don't punish the kid that started it; you punish both of them. Yeah, that's what this is. It's all a bunch of bullshit. But this is what bothers me, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. And this woman had an accidental shoot. She, uh, she did not maliciously take that gun out and say, I'm going to kill this guy and shot him and killed him. Correct? We, we've established that. It was an accidental shoot. But it was a dumb mistake. Granted, it's, it was a dumb mistake. It was a mistake. It was a mistake, a deadly mistake that there were consequences. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Alec Baldwin now being on trial? If I, was the, if I was the family of the people out there, I would be at that district attorney's office screaming for him to be put on trial. Because, again, he know? accidentally shot these people. Granted, he didn't intend to. Because he didn't intend to. Because um, and to me, because he's a, a quote unquote beloved celebrity, and she's a cop. Who is public enemy number one for the last year and a half? Cops. Oh yeah. That's why it's the truth. Celebrities not going to jail. Talks. Yes, even if he did go to jail, he's he. He's and he, and he honestly he shouldn't it what it, it was an accident it was an accident it I don't know but if he did he'd be going to some prison upstate this country club prison for a month and he'd be out what's what's the point you know oh absolutely but the fact that what bothers me is this woman 
was in tears on the stand. There was, you know, obviously extremely remorseful. You know, her life is ruined now. Alec Baldwin living free, out doing television interviews. It's as sad as it sounds when you when you actually do this. Even though it's negative publicity, there's no such thing as it when it comes to a celebrity. This is all positive publicity for him. You know, he'll be the comeback kid in a few years when he makes a new movie, and that's the problem. Of course. Of course. You but know, people when don't... you really think about it, how many actors have really fucked up and have been... And I'm not talking like, you know, obviously you have the, uh, the McCarthy fucking thing with, you know, the blacklists and all that. Mm-hmm. But what celebrity, and I can only think of one right now, who's really ever been completely almost erased from being such a great one to this to, to where he's like non-existent anymore Chris Benoit. I can really only think of one <laughs> I don't know I said Chris Benoit but that doesn't really count uh, no I don't I, no, can't, no. I don't know Mel Gibson oh uh, yeah I mean Mel Gibson was at the top of the game for all those movies and he I mean you really don't even hear about him doing anything anymore. Yeah, he, he became a director. He was a great director, and he's still doing stuff, but he's not. He's doing he's, stuff, he's, but it's not where it was before. No, no, you're absolutely right. It's you're right. You're right. He isn't. That's a and lot. He of, essentially just he all he did was say words. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, I got another one for you. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Ever since then, I mean, he's made a few appearances. Uh, the he was almost welcomed back for a while, and then this past year, after everything going on, like he got booed at WrestleMania, and then he hasn't been seen since in in terms of like public eye kind of like wrestling wrestling thing. Um, but Mel Gibson is a very good example. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, oh, it's... and again, I mean, you you have these celebrities that do stupid shit, and they just get a pass. I mean. It... I don't know if you heard recently about what Bette Midler did. No. You know, because she's just an asshole. Um, (laughs) um, Joe Manchin, who's from West Virginia, and a a Democrat, voted down on this uh, Build build Back Better bill, whatever the fuck it is, um, you know, that Sleepy Joe was putting forward. And he went against his party and voted against it. And Bette Midler came out and said, like, you know, you West Virginia people need to do better. Like, pretty much called them, like, dumb hicks and illiterates and this and that. And, like, you should vote this guy out. Pretty much berated the whole state of West Virginia. But she'll get a pass. Hmm. She'll get a pass. But Mel Gibson, he said a few bad things, too. And he's just, he's anti-Semitic. He's, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a raging alcoholic. And he's a, a menace to society. Bet Midler, you get a pass. Yeah, it's just it's it's. I hate I hate double standards when it comes to things like this. And again, it's weird that you see certain people get crucified, and other people just get they get a pass. Well, that's that's all the media. Oh yeah, that's all the media. I mean, you could that's that's really who's stirring the pot here. They, oh, what they the, the say is disgusting. Yeah, it is. What they say, um, who, someone, I just, I forget, I don't know who, I forget who it was, big time guy, he just quit, live on air, I, I think it was CBS, uh, I forget. Brian Williams. Brian Williams, yeah, he goes, I can't 
I can't be here anymore. These people are like pretty much saying like it's disgusting what this this business I worked for all these years has turned to. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. And he, and he quit. <laughs> so now isn't he Brian Williams? He's the isn't he the father of that the one that hot actress? Who got her butt eaten? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought so. Yeah. And, all right. Yeah. But yeah. Again, I respect Brian Williams. He, he he was no saint either. He he lied on air. Oh yeah, you know, I know. He, he says that he's a libertarian. You know, he, a constitutional libertarian or something. He's far from it. And you know what? Not for nothing. You you were on a on a network. And let's put it this way: it's a a liberal network. Mm-hmm. You know, they they put out they cherry pick stories. And this guy to make money, and that's what all these celebrities are. They sell their souls. I like. That's what just that. That's the other thing that just is disgusting about Hollywood and, and the media and all this. They just sell their souls. It's I, I don't know how they like. I mean, I get it. They sleep on a, a stack of you know hundred dollar bills, but to sell your soul like that, the integrity is just it, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Oh. But his his. I think it was time for him to go anyway because his um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not credentials, but uh, credibility. Credibility mm-hmm. was shot after that. Yeah, I, and I, I agree. I just all of them, everyone in the media, and just I mean, you look at CNN with all these pedophiles running the show. They're like, ugh, just it's a it's such a cesspool. Yeah, it really is. Everything about it. It is. Um, that's why we give you honest reporting. That's right. We report the honest truth. That's right. Uh, so, all right. Before we go, uh, you made uh, you made mention of a particular program last time we were talking. Uh, Sixty days in. Um, yes. I am now almost done with the second season. <laughs> Man, you. I'll, I'll give it to you. you. You did. You did jump me. I'm. I'm just. We just watched. I think the first episode. Okay. Of it. Oh, you got a long but way we, to go. Uh, we had a little. We had a little speed bump there. We had a little detour. Yeah, you watched. We had, Squid to, we had to drive around DC. There was a little gridlock. We had to drive around DC, but we're getting back on the sixty day, yeah. uh, sixty days in train, mm-hmm. and that was Squid Game. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's this season's good. The the day after we talked about it, I watched four episodes of the first season. I was hooked. I was hooked. I finished that first season within a couple of days. And then the second season, I, I, I kind of, so I've been watching other stuff. I've been trying to catch up on some TV shows. So I've been a little slower at this one, but I'm on episode nine of the second season. It, it, it's a very good season. So I, uh, thank you Is for getting me into the this show. Season? What was that? Is it better than the first season? Uh,. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a lot. There's a lot of um, a lot of shit goes on. A lot of shit goes on. I mean, the first season was very good. I think that they were maybe doing it with a little bit of white gloves because they didn't want to, I think, expose a lot of what was going on. But yeah. I, I can see where you're going to say that this season they went full bore, right? Oh, it's the 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 girl the girl pods especially are a lot crazier, a lot crazier. Which is weird because it seemed like the the one guy got off and his wife got on like within this it like, like it was, with, it was within like a couple weeks of each other maybe not so how even. How did they get that nuts there? Did they get that many new inmates? 
Yeah, I guess they even said like the you'll see they um the girls the girl pod they a lot of people left and a lot of younger ones came in. And they're all into drugs and shit, so it gets yeah. Yeah, you'll see what happens. Um but it's very good. I I'm very excited to to keep going. I'm, I might watch an episode after we're done here. Um But uh yeah, so anyway, uh follow us on Twitter. Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bull in the Ring PC or Bull in the Ring. Sorry, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Music. If you haven't already, please hit the please hit the subscribe button and rate and review us so other people can find us. And uh, Tom, uh, I know you hate the holiday, but Merry Merry Christmas, Happy Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm not saying happy holidays because I hate that. I, I, I hate how you hate Xmas. I hate hol- happy holidays. Yes. <laughs> I just. I, I don't hate it. Wait, I, I don't. I, I don't hate happy Xmas. I thought you weren't an Xmas guy. No, no. I, I I'll say it. I don't say it. Okay. I'll, just, I'll type it out. Xmas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Until all our bullshitters, happy holidays. Oh, no, fuck that. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and all that stuff. Have a safe holiday and uh, hope you get drunk and open some good presents from Santa. And, yes. Uh, and until ne- fat, That's right. And until next time, I am Joe. I'm Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. <laughs>